This special edition of The Doctor's Companion is brought to you by InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Matt Smith, but not that Matt Smith. And uh, today we are coming to you uh, specifically, this isn't, you know, an episode. We don't, we don't have anything, any episode to discuss or story or anything like that. What we're here to discuss is actually the just announced news that uh, David Yates, the director of uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Half-Blood Prince, and Deathly Hollows Part 1 and 2, will be directing a new uh, Doctor Who feature film. Um, but the, uh, the catch is that it's not going to be based on the, uh, on the television show, um, other than in concept alone. It's going to be a complete reboot of the franchise for the big screen, um, specifically for the big screen, uh, not taking into account any of the television continuity. Uh, that came before it. So uh, that's basically the news. Um, he's looking for a writer right now. He's taking meetings with writers, uh, which he's apparently open to uh, both British and American writers with British sensibility. Um, much like he, he mentioned Steve Cloves being an American and having written, uh, I mean, fairly strong scripts, uh, you know, strong adaptations of the Harry Potter films and capturing that British sensibility that needed to be there for them. Uh, the only other time that this has happened in Who history was, of course, Doctor Who and the Daleks in 1965 and Daleks' invasion of Earth 2150 AD in 1966, um, both where Peter Cushing played a character named Doctor Who and had nothing, no connection to the Doctor Who franchise that was on the air at that point. Uh, at that point, was that that was Hartnell and Troughton at that point? Uh, it was I think it was pretty exclusively Hartnell. Um, okay, at the I time. can't remember when Tr- Troughton started. Was it sixty seven? No, it was sixty six. Like Troughton started tw- in the back half of sixty six. No, wait, I can't remember. I think it was like I think Troughton started in like uh, like September ish sixty six. Okay. I was thinking because he said 3 years, so I was thinking he started in 67, 67, 68, 69. Mm. I know the years went differently back then, so. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, there was Uh well, either way, that's the news. That's all we know at this point. Um but it is it is newsworthy enough to discuss, I think. And I have a lot of thoughts on it. I know you're a little more grumpy about it than I am. Um, or not necessarily grumpy, but apathetic, I guess. Sure. Uh, so why don't why don't you talk about what are your thoughts on this? Um. Yes. Well, let's see. Um. Uh. But, but, but generally speaking, I'm not in favor of a Doctor Who movie. Uh, I'm sure it would look really good, and it would be pretty 
fun and fantastic, but and you're talking just 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 so just just to specify, you're talking about a Doctor Who movie in general in yeah. continuity or not? In general, in continuity uh, or not, I am not in favor of it. Just to say, like, for I mean, I I like movies as much as the next guy, I guess, but um. Although no, you don't. Scott, I like them. I like them fine. They're just not my bag. Um, you prefer TV. You've I do prefer TV. TV. But the thing about Doctor Who is that Doctor Who, in my brain, is just so quintessential television in every sense of the word. It lends itself to extreme serialization. It ex- mm-hmm. lends itself to extreme world building and mythology building, which is something that's incredibly difficult to do. Uh, in in movies because movies take a long time to make and television is something that you can shell out a lot faster. Um, uh, there's a lot more specifics in that, but in general, I'm against a Doctor Who movie. Uh, David Yates, I think, is a fine director. If you listen to our Harry Potter discussion, uh, you'll see that I think that he's a fine director. I just think he shoots really strange action that isn't really gripping to me. It's not very grossing or anything like that like he shoots good character stuff which i like but i mean if you want to do doctor who on the big screen i guess you'd need really good direction and i don't imagine david yates would do it um other things that he said are not things that i think are strong things that he should be saying or they don't inspire a lot of confidence uh but in general i'm just wary of a doctor who movie unless it's like like really wrapped into the series i don't see like why we need one because i mean if you look at like something like the angel two-parter in season five or the opener to this most recent season with the impossible astronaut day of the moon like they're just movie length and they're fun and exciting and they're basically like doctor who movies so like really all you're doing is spending a gross amount of money to make a lot of money and just for a bigger budget and like i don't know i am of the opinion that doctor who really thrives on a smaller budget like when you throw money at Doctor Who, like for example, Stephen Moffat's been doing, you are allowed, or you think that's a a lot of people will take that as an excuse to throw to lack a story because you're just providing people with explosions and action rather than like good stories and good character or world building. And I feel like um, a movie kind of undercuts that, which Doctor Who, especially in the classic series, has done so 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 well. So that's like that's where I come from it. So okay. Um, I have always been, I have always been, uh, pro a Doctor Who, or the idea of a Doctor Who movie in so much that if it was part of the series, uh, that they needed to have a good reason to do it. It needed to be a feature film sized story to tell, which is why I always felt that if they were to make a movie, it should be about the time war. Um... Just because it needs to be something substantially large story-wise in order to warrant a uh, trip to the big screen. Uh, because otherwise, I'm with you. Like, I think I think Doctor Who fits television better um, just because it is made for TV. I mean, it was it's it's made to be serialized. That's that's the whole point of it. Is that you have this guy who go who has this adventure in this one place for 45 minutes and then the next week has an adventure in another place for 45 minutes i mean at the end of the day you could even go so far as to call doctor who something in between a procedural and an anthology series i mean that's what it is that's what it's always been yeah. um and and so like that that's like 
That's like trying to make a CSI movie or, or, or they've even done it. It's like trying to make an X-Files movie. Those movies are not good because the X-Files never belonged on the big screen. It was just fans wanting it to be there. And so they're like, okay, well, here it is. And then, you know, the X-Files movies are just an X-Files episode with a bigger budget. That's it. And I mean, that that's not without its its perks. I mean, it's, it, it's fun to see these characters that you love on the big screen. Um, so, you know, there, there's there's – positives but it's mostly negative and mm-hmm. and with with doctor who and an incontinuity film yeah that's definitely that's definitely a problem um sure like i said the story just would have to be perfect for that uh, <laughs> setting and for people who will bring out the serenity thing serenity works because it's the end of a story and it's and it's written and correct directed by the guy who created it um right Whereas something like Doctor Who, like Doctor Who was created, it's like kind of the brainchild of um, Sidney Newman and Faraday Lambert. But at the end of the day, like it's more than anything, it's just a very simple premise. Guy shows up, guy fixes problem, guy leaves, which is, you know, yep. every story ever told. Um, and it's just really created by the BBC. So like it's infinitely adaptable, which is one of the things I like about it. But it, it, it's not... It's very. It never really has one guy who says this is what Doctor Who is. I mean, you could say that Moffat is Doctor Who, but that means that you're discounting the Hinchcliffe Holmes era. You're discounting Graham Williams's era. You're discounting the Troughton era. You're discounting Hartnell and everything else that's ever happened. So, I mean, coming up with something that is not very generic is going to be really challenging, um, and that's something that I worry about. Um, I actually have a bigger worry. If I may, and my biggest worry is, um, and this is this is something that I don't. This is this is why I'm actually really against like a hardcore Doctor Who reboot movie. But um, my biggest problem with Doctor Who as a film franchise is a lot of people want to see Doctor Who rebooted. But the problem is that Doctor Who and all the things that make Doctor Who as it is now, the things that people love about it, are all things that took essentially 50 years to come up with. Um, I mean, the Time Lords didn't appear for, you know, six seasons, and even then it took another six seasons after that. No, seven seasons after that for them to even touch Time Lord culture in a real deep and meaningful way. And, like, regeneration was not built into the original concept. That took three years. And all of the things that it make Doctor Who, like Doctor Who, took a long time to happen, and they only happened because of necessity, and they only happen because of um, things that happen. Like, you know, the show was not designed to go on forever. And when Hartnell regenerates into Troughton, then the show suddenly became viable for eternity. Um, and that just became came because of, you know, the way that television was made at that moment in time that Hartnell needed to quit and they, need, they wanted to continue the series. If you do Doctor Who now, I worry, especially because they did this already and people seem to never learn from it. Um, if you do a Doctor Who movie now, I have a feeling it would end up a lot like the Paul McGann movie. Um, just because people will feel the... Info dump, basically? Yeah, they just... Yeah. you People would feel the need to throw down tons of stuff like like here's what regeneration is and here's who the time lords are and here are the daleks and here are the, here are the cybermen like it, it, you don't need to throw all these things at people like 
it just becomes like Doctor Who's continuity is wonderful, but it eventually becomes really top heavy and hard to deal with when you try to service all those things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you do that and make it for a new audience, like a movie audience, like I would love movie people to love Doctor Who, but like people who would be coming to Doctor Who for the first time. I feel like they would try to explain all the things that aren't necessary about Doctor Who. Like, regeneration is a great concept. You don't need to know about ge- regeneration if you're watching Doctor Who. You do you don't, not. You don't need to know, you don't need to know until, about regeneration until that, the actor that has ca- been cast as the Doctor decides he doesn't want to play the part anymore. Right. Same with Time Lords. Like, you don't need to tell and, – and inevitably, like, I will, I will bet you a million dollars. Not you, but I'll bet anyone a million dollars that – Time Lords are mentioned, and that regeneration is mentioned in this movie, despite those elements not being a part of it. I'll bet well, you anything. I, 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 I don't disagree that there's a, a a chance. I think I think it's Time Lords will definitely be be taken in there because Time Lords aren't a big concept. They're not like you no, can right. just they're they're just they're not. I mean, Eccleston called himself a Time Lord in in. What end end of end of time right end of the world end, end of, the of the world, world. um and in end of the world he called himself a time lord and that was it he's just like that's the name of my species that's it I'm an alien I'm a time lord and we're done that's that's all you need you don't I, they don't I think that that will inevitably come up absolutely because that's that's the character at this point um the regeneration thing I would like to think that they won't I'm not saying that they won't <laughs> but I'd like to think that they won't. Um, I mean, Yates is British, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I mean, you know, that's that's better than the than the Fox movie had, at least. Um, <laughs> so you know, it's possible, is what I'm saying. It's possible that it won't be a train wreck. My here's here's my thing. It's like, yeah, I agree with all of those things you're saying, absolutely. Uh, but. And here's a quote – this is a quote that you had a problem with and I'm going to tell you why I have the opposite feeling with it. He's uh, – David Yates is quoted as saying, uh, we're looking at writers now. We're going to spend two or three years to get it right. It needs quite a radical transformation to take it into the bigger arena. That quote bugs you, yes? Yes. Why? It bugs me because it makes it feel like the guy hasn't been watching the show as it's been, especially for the past two seasons. Like, Doctor Who now, and has, especially since, like, you know, probably even the last of the Davies years, um, all the way up to now, it's just, it's it's movie material. Like, it's literally movie material. The only thing that's missing is, like, they're telling a movie in 45 minutes rather than an hour and a half or two hours. And, like, I don't know, look at the budget. The budget, like, Doctor Who is looking like a movie. Every episode looks like a movie. Not uh, Wedding of River Song, notwithstanding, all of it looks like a movie, and like it feels like a movie. It's shot like a movie. It's characterized like a movie. I don't. I don't think it really needs that much to fix in terms of like sheer mechanics of it. I I a hundred percent disagree with you. It is a TV show. It may look like a movie. It may have a budget like a movie. It may feel like a movie when you watch the episode by itself, but it is a procedural anthology television series. It is not a movie. It is not a movie franchise. If he's going to change this into a movie franchise, it does need a radical transformation. It needs to be turned from a television series about a guy who comes into a problem, fixes it, and leaves 
and needs to be turned into a viable film franchise if they're going to do this right. Right, but you compare it some, to something like James Bond, like when we were talk, texting about it before we started recording, like you compared it yeah. to James Bond. James, Every James Bond movie is a procedural. Every single one is exactly the same. Like, everyone. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't see why that's why that wouldn't work for Doctor Who. I mean, Doctor Who, the, the premise is, guy is traveling with companion, lands in a place, there's a problem at the place, he fixes the problem at the place, and then he leaves. Like, it's just, it's the basic story of any story ever. And that's all that James Bond is. James Bond is a, ba- is a, is a secret agent who goes, investigates some evil doing by this evil bad guy, and then he fixes the problem, and then he goes away. Like, that's every James Bond movie ever, at a very base level. And, like, I don't know, like, when you get away from that more than anything, you're getting away from what Doctor Who is. Like, Doctor Who is the simplest premise, and it, it translate. that's why it translates to every other medium perfectly. It translates to radio, it translates to comics, it translates to books, it translates to... Uh, to television, have I watched all those mediums? No, but it translates like that because it's the most simplest, basic story structure you could ever hope to do. And but it t- also translates to all of those because those are all serialized medium. Movies aren't particularly serialized medium. No, no they're not. They're not serialized at all. And I yeah. mean, there's a problem now where they're trying to make them serialized, but that's that's a different discussion. Uh, but like. It, it's no like it's the same idea where you could pick up any episode of Doctor Who, and if you if I told you it's just a it's just a small like not a not a small movie like it's a short film like I could show anyone just about any episode of Doctor Who especially something from the Moffat era like I could show them what's a good idea like the Doctor's not the Doctor's wife the girl excuse me the girl who waited. The girl who waited is a film like it is a short film like and it works as a short film it functions as a short film it also works as an episode of television but you could show someone that and you know barring maybe adding a little bit more and making it a little more fluid and adding some subplots that's a movie so i don't i don't see the difference in terms of like the way that stories are told i do i I (laughs) i do i i don't because i don't agree with you that's not a movie that's a tv show that's that's a TV episode. That is not a movie. There's not enough there for a movie. No, um, but there like there could be. You just like seriously, you just flesh that out. But with what, the companions. Flesh, but flesh it out how? Like there there is no there's no way to flesh that story out without it getting really boring. Like it is what it is and it's perfect as is. Like the the reason why you need a radical transformation is because you have to restructure this so that it's not just I don't know. Like it's it's got to be it's it has to be bigger. It just has to be bigger, which is why like here here's the thing, okay? The, these are this is basically my thoughts on, on on it because I haven't really even gotten to my thoughts. My thoughts on a on a, a Doctor Who film or on this this news in particular is that the BBC wants a Doctor Who movie. Like it wants to make a franchise. And you know, I can't disagree with them. I from a business standpoint, that makes a hundred percent logical sense to at least try yes. to make it um, to at least try. Cause even if they fail, it's going to make some money and at least then they can say, well, we tried at least we have the TV show to fall back on for, you know, toys and merchandising and stuff. Um, so, you know, it makes sense that they're going to at least try. 
The decision to make it not in continuity, also a wise decision, because if it fails, it doesn't affect the television show and the continuity that they spent, they, they have spent 50 years building. It doesn't affect it at all. It doesn't touch it. Um, so that means that ultimately, if this film sucks, all of us Who fans, we can just ignore it. It was just a thing that happened. Well, I mean, you do the same thing with the Cushing movies, so. Right, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're just like, well, that was a thing that happened. Oh, well, whatever. Um, I, and so, you know, like, I can't, I can't hate them for making this decision. I just can't. It makes, it makes too much logical business sense. Um, and they're not picking a, a wrong director. Like, I understand why they chose David Yates. There are much worse choices. There's probably better ones. But there's way worse choices they could have gotten. Um, and especially David Yates, who obviously the reason why they cast him was one, he brought British stuff to America. Um, not that it wasn't already here to begin with, but you get what I'm saying. Um, and number two, he balanced, uh, family elements and a family franchise, but brought in adult themes, which is not a balancing act that's easy to do, but he did it. So I can understand why he would be the choice to bring Doctor Who to the big screen. That makes sense to me. Um, and, and you know, like, I got to look at the positives here, okay? Like, we don't know who's writing this, number one. So they could end up getting somebody really great. Um, number two, this is going to be a really interesting chance to see an act, like a larger British actor get the role of the Doctor who would never have played the Doctor on the TV series. So we're going to get, like, you know, because I can't imagine that they that they would get, like, Robert Downey Jr. or Johnny Depp, which is going to be the rumors that everyone's going to hear for from now until they announce the casting when it's neither of them. Um, they're not going to go with somebody like that because I think I think they're, they're, the BBC is going to be smarter than that. Um, so... You know, it makes it gives us a chance to see a larger actor's take on the character, which I think is going to be interesting. Um, and you know, if they put regeneration in it, well, maybe we'll get two actors. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying it's possible. We could start the movie with an old man who regenerates into like the young guy that's going to take over the franchise. That seems totally to work for the movie, it. the TV movie. That's for sure. Right? Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I, I really, like, I honestly legitimately hope that that's not the case. I'm just saying it's a possibility. You're right. Know, it is totally a possibility. Um, I'm, I'm hoping the, that since this isn't a Fox movie, it's a BBC movie. Yeah, it's that, looking like it's going to be, so. Yeah, exactly. So I think that they're going to be smarter with their, with their franchise than that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not going to be quite so heavy as that one. But here, here's my, my biggest problem with it is I'm going to tell you who the villains of the first three movies are going to be. I mean, the first one's going to be the master. The second one is going to be the Daleks. The third one is going to be the Cybermen. That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, they can't not start with the Daleks. I mean, not the, the Daleks, the master. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, I would love for them to start with the Daleks. That's what they should start with, but they're not going to. The easy Hollywood out is you start with the villain that is as much like your 
is like the mirror, the antithesis of your character. You're Hans Gruber. Right, right. Which is why, you know, the Superman reboot is General Zod instead yeah. of one of his many, many other villains out of his rogues gallery. Um, you, you know, that's, uh, it's, that's just what's going to happen. It's going to be the master. Um, and it, you know, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. Are they going to do the thing where they, where they start on Gallifrey or is he going to just, or are we going to, we going to get thrown in from the perspective? That's, that's the thing. Are we going to get the perspective? Are we going to get the, the film franchise through the perspective of the companion or through the perspective of the doctor? Right. Well, that's the other thing is like, you have to wonder how much these people understand the fundamentals of Doctor Who, and that's mm-hmm. not even from a pretentious fan standpoint. That's from a look at when the show has succeeded. Like the show mm-hmm. succeeds when it brings you in from a companion perspective. Like, like look at look at the TV movie. Like that brought you in from a Doctor perspective, and that was like the biggest mistake they ever made. Um, did it? Did it come in from a Doctor's? It almost. It was like, yeah, he was doing voiceover, but it was almost like it was coming in from this weird third party that was not a part of the movie at all. Right, but it was more <laughs> about the Doctor than like compare it to Rose. You know, like compare right, the movie sure. to Rose, and sure. I mean, or compare it to the to um, Unearthly Child, which I know you haven't seen yet, but like the Doctor is not even in the first half of that episode at all. Um, which is which is great. I mean, that's the that's the choice they should make. But I mean, at the end of the day, I I have this worry that everyone, especially because the prevailing notion on Hollywood is that women can't hold their own in a big mainstream action movie. That you'd either have a male companion or you would have you know the Doctor as the front man. And like the Doctor as the front man is not what makes the show interesting. It mm-hmm. kind of, it never has. And when it has, it's not been something that I'm super into. Um, you've got to have a good companion. You've got to do it that way. And it's just like, I don't know if they're, I, I just hope they're smart enough to realize these things because it's so easy for the people who aren't writers, who aren't the people who understand what make the thing good to just like look at it as a formula and say, no, that's a, that's a movie that we can do and then go at it from a completely different perspective because I'm not, I'm not interested in that. Like, that's why. That's why it almost like you have. That's why the, that's why the show works so well because the show always starts with the companion meeting the doctor, and then whatever happens next happens next. Uh, it's never about like kind of where the doctor is beforehand, um, and when it is, it's always kind of a failure. Uh, and I just I worry. It's like it's all these little things that just make me worry. Like that said, master on the big screen, I'm down with that <laughs> um i'm like i'm like i'm really i'm kind of down with that like i i can see it working who doesn't mm-hmm. love a good master story um especially if they get a good writer on it but i don't know at the, at the end of the day like it's just there are too many easy decisions that are the wrong decisions that trying to make those decisions will just end up failing and that's and i i know that's probably that's really pessimistic of me but it's also fairly pragmatic because how many times do big movies see the hard decision uh go through um and i don't i don't care who david yates is like they pick him because they think he's going to have a good vision but because at the end of the day that they can work with him on it it's just i don't know it's just it's it's there's too many things that can go wrong at this point to really inspire a lot of confidence um I wanted to harp back real quick. You pointed out that it would be a good, it's a good opportunity to see a really famous actor play the doctor. Um, while I appreciate and semi agree with that sentiment, I'm also pretty old school in that 
the best doctors are always the doctors who are played by actors who are not super famous. On um, on the TV show, though, we're talking like this, the the point I was trying to make with that is that I would never want to see one of those actors on the TV show playing the role. But in a movie that has nothing to do with the TV show that I really don't have any stakes in as a fan, why not? I suppose, but at the end of the day, like... Because the, the actor that I don't know, I would rather see on the TV show. You know? I, I guess, but I mean, I'd... I, I'm just I'm I'm really reticent. Like even even on the TV show, like whenever there's talk of Chew, like uh, when right before Matt Smith was cast, there was a big rumor going around that Chiwetel Ejiofor, who played the operative in Serenity, was going to be our um, our doctor, the next eleventh doctor. And mm-hmm. at first, I was kind of excited about that, but as I've gotten more distance from that, it's I I'm just I'm reticent to let someone who's like a big name actor be the doctor just because. They have so much stigma going in with them. They're going to play it not necessarily in a way that is necessarily true to the character. And I know the character is infinitely malleable, but it doesn't. It just. I mean, I, people want Stephen Fry to be the Doctor. I don't. He's no, too big. I don't. Yeah, he's no. Too, I, well, it's not just that he's too big. I just. I don't think he's right for it at all. But that's just. <laughs> well, me. I mean, you could say the same thing about Bill Nye. Like, if you wanted to make the like an old doctor, Bill Nye is probably a good bet. Unfortunately, yeah. Bill Nye. I I don't know. Like, it just it doesn't feel right to me. Like it. I want. I don't want to recognize the guy who's the doctor. Like as a, as a general rule. I don't want to recognize him because then it becomes super mainstream, and I know that's bad for me to knock it for that. But I mean, I, then that, it be- but I think I, I still I think you're stuck on the TV thing. Like I I think you're stuck on Doctor Who as it is now and not as a separate thing. Sure, I mean I, I I'm pro I, you're you're right. I'm I'm pretty sure you're right. But I mean, because because like I don't know. Just the, the way I look at it again is just like. Would I ever want Gary Oldman to play the doctor or be or, or, or Patrick Stewart or like any of those people? No, they're too big. But in a movie, why not? Why not? Because I don't I don't I, I could I, dig on Gary Oldman as the master. I really could. Well, I could. Well, yeah, but that's the master. That's slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a big difference between doctor and master. I mean, I, I, I see what you mean. I, I, I mean, I love Gary Oldman. I'm a big Gary Oldman fan. I think he's crazy and good. But um, I don't know, man. You throw him in as the doctor, I'm just not on board. Same with Patrick Stewart. Like, I don't know. Just, I don't know. They're just, they're too... What's the phrase? They're too ensconced in like a mainstream in a, in a mainstream view of like who they are. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like they just there's too much of a public perception as to what type of character this plays, and like the thing that works with an actor who's new to the show is they're allowed to be whoever they want them to be, and they don't have to listen to anyone else except for like the writer. And that's a good thing. I mean, that's a really good thing. And if you end up with someone who's an experienced actor who kind of, for lack of better word, knows what they're doing, you're in trouble. It worked for Hartnell, Troughton, and Pertwee because the character had not been established by that point. I mean, those three guys did a lot to establish the character. And before then, and then after them, Tom Baker did a lot to establish the role. And everyone else has been a fairly inexperienced actor. And that's been a good thing. I really believe that's been a good thing. And when you start throwing in new people 
or old people, not necessarily old people, but just people who are in the public eye, it just starts to, it just, you know, it just gets away from allowing that person to be whatever they need to be, regardless of whether or not they're given free reign on set. Because, you know, uh, I mean, I think Brad Pitt's a good actor, probably not the best example, but I think Brad Pitt is a great actor. But Brad Pitt will always play a Brad Pitt role. And the thing about the Doctor is that the Doctor is incredibly unique and uh, an inexperienced actor, one with not a lot of history, is always allowed to be completely that character in ways that Mm -hmm. people who are experienced have to kind of play to type. They do. I mean, that's just the way it is. And that's probably really offensive to actors, but I'm sorry. Um, Is there there anyone that you have always wanted to see play the Doctor, but don't you don't think ever would not off the top of my head okay well i mean i don't think about it a lot like i really don't and i mean the one person i guess who i would consider would be rowan atkinson but but like but he well and he kind of played the doctor yeah but he did for one but for another like he's still mr bean (laughs) i'm sorry he is he's still mr bean and i mean that's why like the Johnny Depp thing was really disconcerting because like Johnny Depp is such a wild card. He'll do whatever he wants. And for for those of you unaware, um, last year there was a rumor based on a poster that somebody made to make look like, I mean, that poster looked real. I'm not going to lie. It looked, (laughs) somebody put a lot of effort into a fake fan poster of a doctor who movie that was going to be direct. That was from Walt Disney pictures and was going to be directed by Tim Burton and starring Johnny Depp. And somehow a fake press release got out and all of this stuff. Like it was, it was a complete BS thing, but it was this huge scare on the doctor who community last, last year that we were going to have a doctor who film directed by Tim Burton and starred Johnny Depp Mm -hmm. with the Daleks. See, I could do, I could see Johnny Depp, but Johnny Depp is too big. Like, I mean, uh-huh. that's just, that's just the two, like, Johnny Depp is now the point in his career where, like, he's been too many things. I yeah. don't know why. It just, he's been too many things. The doc, like, my doctor needs to not be that established. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. And so is Robert Downey Jr. He's way right. too big. Right. I mean, yeah. RDJ is way too big. Like, most, and that's why, like, to get a big headliner on a, you know, $150 million Doctor Who movie, you need an actor who's going to carry the weight. But, I mean, when you when you get into the small numbers, like, I mean, how many, how many, how many actors are there out there who are, like, let's assume British, because it's BBC, who are British, who are big enough to carry a $150 million movie, but who don't make you scared for the role? Well, and, and you know, like, I... I, I put that out as a possibility because I thought it would be interesting. But at the end of the day, like, will they spend a big paycheck on on a leading man? I don't, I don't, I don't know if they will or not. Or, or will they go the Amazing Spider-Man route and get get a nobody and only pay them, you know, a million a movie or or mm-hmm. have their have their? Um, I think his contract is he he his. His fee doubles every sequel. I think is what it what it is. Oh, like started cool. at a million, and then the sequel's two million, and the third one's four million. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which like- is which is totally like that's. I mean, a million's enough for anybody. Number one, and that's <sighs> that's that's a great price range. I think for a franchise like that, sure. because uh, because I mean they are making money off of his face. Yeah, um, so that makes sense. But yeah, or the face under the mask. <laughs> but yeah. like Andrew Garfield is a great example because. 
Andrew Garfield, he's like well known among certain people, but he is not an A-list actor at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like Andrew Garfield is like I need a British. I would need. I would like a British. Like they can be in stuff. Fine, they can be in stuff. But Andrew Garfield is a great example of someone who I would approve of. Um, because he's not super big, but he inspires confidence in material. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I'm excited for Spider Man. So mm-hmm. that works. And I mean, all, all the good actors are in England right now, which helps. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, we I, have you know, Jersey Shore. I just I don't I don't know what to think. Um, I uh, one 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 thought. Uh, remember that rumor um, about the BBC being interested in casting Rupert Grint? Mm-hmm. What if it was about this? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I like Rupert Grint, but the problem is that Rupert Grint will always only ever be Ron Weasley. <laughs> Nothing he ever do. Nothing he ever does will ever make people forget that. I don't care what he does. He did yeah. eight movies as Ronald Weasley. He grew up in the role. Which is it's... weird because that's not going to be Emma Watson. No, no. Well, Emma Watson's really hot, so that helps. <laughs> um, and, but... really, and really, like it will be Daniel Radcliffe to a certain extent, but he takes off those glasses and he really does look like a different actor. Sure, and Daniel Radcliffe is also doing plenty of other things where he's very specifically keeping out of the public eye. I don't mm-hmm. know, like I don't know if anyone's like paying attention, but like, and I, I guess Rupert Grint's doing this too. But Daniel Radcliffe is not doing movies right now. He is doing plays. He's he doing just musicals. he has a movie coming out like in February, I think. Weird. Okay, well I was the, wrong. The Woman in Black. Yeah, <laughs> but like he's like keeping a he's movie. <laughs> keep, yeah, well he's keeping a low profile. Like, mm-hmm. and and that's good. Like so that you know when he comes back, he's able to come back in big force, kind of like I guess NPH. Um, because mm-hmm. MPH was Doogie Howser, and then he didn't go away for a while, but played it low, and then came back, and people were like, "Is that Doogie?" And they're like, "No, no, no, it's this new guy." <laughs> and then they were like, "No, wait, that's Doogie," but no one yeah. cared, right? So that's my problem with Rupert Grant. Like, also, he's a little young. I mean, he needs ten years. Like, if he didn't do anything for ten years, and came back, and they were like, "He's the Doctor," I'm down. I, I, I could, I could be down with that. The only problem is that like eight movies is a lot. Especially yeah. to have under your belt of that caliber, of that, like, amount by, you know, someone who's my age. Like, he's mm-hmm. literally, I think, one year older than I am, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Because, okay, I think ultimately, here, here's, my, here's my say on the movie. Ultimately, my say on the movie is, does it need to exist? No. Will I hate it for its existence? No. Like I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not looking. I'm not particularly looking forward to it. I'm not even like cautiously optimistic or anything like that. I'm. I am more apathetic, like you are. But I don't. I don't hate it for its existence. I'm just like, if it's good, great. More Doctor Who is never a bad thing. If it's bad, it's easy to. It's very easy to ignore. So, who cares? Yeah. I'm. I'm in the same boat, and it. And this is all like a super moot point because at the end of the day, I'm still going to see it. Yeah. Um, like regardless of. <laughs> well, that's good. At least you're not that guy. That's no, like I'm, I'm not going to see this movie, and then you know secretly buys tickets and sees it by yourself. No, no, no. I'm. I'll be very vocal and on the record. If a Doctor Who movie comes out, I will go see it. Will I watch the Cushing movies? Uh, maybe not. I mean, I'm, I'm still. <laughs> I still have. I still like 
need a really great excuse to go watch those movies, but I mean, if a Doctor Who movie came out and was in theaters, I'd go. Like, I ha- make no mistake, I'll be there opening weekend, and I'll see it, and I'll review it, and I'll talk about it. Don't promise to like it, but I do promise to give it as open of mind as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, they get someone who writes it that won't start it with, it was on the planet Scaro. <laughs> <laughs> My old friend, the master, was put on trial by the Daleks. Like, yeah. oh god, that would be such a mistake. Yeah, I mean, as long as the the opening sentence of the film doesn't start with three bits of continuity in a row <laughs> that no one needs to know, then we're good. I agreed. I agreed. Nice. I mean, that's that's the thing, though. Making sure that they don't go continuity whore on it is mm-hmm. the tricky thing. So. You know what I would love to see in a movie. I would love to see the master being the background villain of like an ongoing plot. And it's the first time because obviously they're restarting continuity. So the doctor is having flashes to going to school with the doc with 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 the master. But like we're not really seeing the master. We're just knowing that he's behind the scenes. And then you get like a standoff like throughout the series. But like you have these other things happening that the the master is ultimately the one behind. Sure. And you're you, still- you and it's sort of like an exploration of the master and the doctor's relationship. Mm-hmm. I could totally get behind that in a film franchise. Sure, but at the but you're still serializing it. Like <laughs> that's the what- thing, man. I mean, at that point, you're still serializing a film series. I mean, it's much like it's. It, it reminds that what you're talking about reminds me a lot of what they seem to be doing with the uh, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies, which I'm down with. Yeah, no, so, you know what? Here's the thing: if if the Doctor Who movies were as good as that, I would call it a win. Oh, definitely. Because I mean, those are at least fun popcorn flicks. Whatever, Def- you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed. 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 If, if we can get a movie as, and I know there's a lot of people who hate those movies. Um, so, I wasn't a fan at first, but only because I had seen Sherlock. So right, yeah. But if you if you separate yourself from that, oh no, it's totally you're just fun. Yeah, it's just stupid fun. You know, whatever. It's 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 not even that stupid, really. No, it's, it's just not. fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. just a fun. And, movie. That's cool. I mean, I'm I'm down with that. Like, but at the end, of, like, it's just. Oh man, making film franchises is always a tricky proposition. I mean, unless they're planned, unless they're same production team. Making those movies, you're, uh, you, it can lead to a lot of problems, um, mm-hmm. which is – yeah. You know yeah. who I could see them getting as the master because he's, he's starting to get big but not big enough that it matters quite yet? Cumberbatch? No, Michael Fassbender. Oh, I would watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, no, he's He's not. like – the perfect point right now where yeah. they could totally yeah mm-hmm. yeah i would mm-hmm. watch that movie yeah i'm i'm down they should do that they should do that <laughs> uh, uh basically yeah fassbender put fassbender in that yeah i'm down i'm Fa- down i'm down with that fassbender is the master they could really put anybody in the doctor at that point and i would go I yeah, might be rooting that. for the master at that point, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but see, then I'd just be, like, really angry that the whole movie wasn't just about the master hunting down Time Lords in Brazil. So, <laughs> which I'm still angry about for that movie. Um, You're not wrong. But, uh, but, but yeah. 
I'm 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 down. Like it's all just it's all just very. I'm very cautiously optimistic. Like very cautiously optimistic. More towards like cynical apathy, but only because I've seen the TV movie. I know how bad these things go. And right. It doesn't. Like it just doesn't matter. People just do not learn. Like because here's the thing. Apparently, no one who saw Green Lantern watched the TV movie. Like they just didn't. Yeah. Just Let's didn't. just here here here's my say on it. Let's just hope uh, on the casting of the doctor. Let's just here here's my here's my top 5 huge actors that I don't want to play the role <laughs> that <laughs> that will be rumored at some point or another. Johnny Depp, obviously. Robert Downey right. Jr., obviously. Hugh Jackman, no. <laughs> Hugh Jackman's with the Wolverine dudes. That's yep, what he is. But he will be he will be rumored. He will be rumored. I guarantee it, um, because he's he's got he can have that quirky sensibility to him. Mm-hmm. He'll absolutely be rumored. Christian Bale, no, <laughs> but I'm sure he will be rumored. <laughs> uh, there's a growling doctor joke somewhere, but oh, I'm not God. gonna make it. I'm not gonna make that joke. Uh, I'm I'm you're above that joke. Honestly, I am above that joke. That's why I'm <laughs> I metatextually mentioned it. Um. And, 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 you know, like I could, I could see people trying to put Simon Pegg in that role as well. And, yeah. And again, he's, he's, he's a little too big. And he's never going to do it. Would he not do it? Would he, he turn that do down? It. He wouldn't do it. I, I'll bet he... you anything that if Simon Pegg got off of the role, he'd be like, no. Okay. I bet you just because. Then again, then again, put Edgar Wright on this movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's not even joke about that. Let's let's not even joke about replacing David Yates with Edgar Wright or Joe Cornish. <laughs> let's not even joke about that happening. Uh, let's just throw in Spielberg and say that Spielberg's interested. I would want that. Spielberg, sure. I eh, whatever. Spielberg, not so much. <laughs> but... Spielberg can direct an episode of the show. I don't want him to direct a Doctor Who movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, too old. Yeah, well, well. No, then he's again, too old. That, then again, he obviously got Doctor Who more than the people on the TV series because he was like, "I don't want to be any part of this." <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he would be the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the Spielberg more than anything has kind of left that whole kids movie thing in the past. Tintin, notwithstanding. Um, yeah, like you know, he's just clearly not making those movies anymore. Much to right. people's chagrin, but I say whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, you gotta grow as a filmmaker. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, and you know, regardless of his output, I think that he has done a lot of good movies since walking away from those. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyways, um, if he, okay, if David David Yates is directing this thing, he's looking for a writer. If Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish got to get teamed up and wrote this movie, yeah, yeah, I'd, I, I'd, I'd watch I, that. I, I think, and, <laughs> and Michael Fassbender was the master. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd be interested. I think I'd be so. Interested. <laughs> I'd be interested. Um, I'd be down. Yeah. I mean, really, the interesting thing is, like, I mean, I'm not super familiar with a ton of British writers. Um, I only know those who are on Doctor Who, and then what I hear from vague other shows that I've seen. All I know is that I think Matthew Graham should do a rewrite on it at some point. That's what I'm, that's what I think we're missing. 
So Matthew Graham. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I was thinking movies and then I realized you weren't being serious and I was like, wait, oh no, not him. <laughs> no, you could put you could put Richard Curtis on it. I mean Richard Curtis has Doctor Who background, so That's true. You could put him on it. Mm-hmm. And I think Tor.com or one of the many places that picked up the story said uh, Neil Gaiman should do it. And I'm like, Neil Gaiman won't do it, but that's not a bad idea. No, that's not a bad idea, but he wouldn't do it. Yeah. Also, he's, he's also a movie writer. Yeah. There's also something to be said about those who are too close to the source material. Like, you know, it's hard to – it's just – if you're that close – like, because he's really close to the source material, like, it's really hard to do a reboot. When you like, especially with Doctor Who, like you almost need to get a writer who, and this is not recommended probably, but you have to get a writer who's not at all familiar with the material. You know what I mean? Like if you think, because if you think about comics, like when Joe Kelly did Cable back in the '90s, it apparently was like the best Cable series ever, and that's because Joe Kelly knew nothing about Cable, so he was able to just do his own unique take based on the core concept, mm-hmm. and that's all good. The only problem is, like, just get to the core concept, don't get to the core thoughts. That's my thing. So. Sure. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's what I'd like to see on the big screen is a Sherlock and Moriarty story with the Doctor and the Master. Yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah. I'm pro that. All right. <laughs> so that's that's our thoughts. Um, and we had a lot of them. So <laughs> apparently I just noticed how long we've been going. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode of the Dodgers Companion. And uh, we'll be back this weekend with Delta. Woo! Bye, guys. Bye, guys.